on guard. Pray. Ale. Welcome to the Tokyo 2020 Fencing Podcast. I'm Karim and joining me as always, international fencing referee and fencing spreadsheet specialist, Dave Baker. Hey, Bash, how you doing? I'm very good, mate. Happy New Year to you and Happy New Year to everyone. Absolutely. Happy New Year. Did you, uh, did you get any good presents from Santa? I got a very, very nice rest for about 10 days. It was wonderful. What about you? Yeah, that's, that's about that too. Plenty of time with the family. Always nice. We've got a lot to get through uh, in our series of podcasts uh, this week. But before we get going, um, a quick thanks to our supporters. Uh, any new ones? And, and what about Facebook? No, I think it's a, I think it's a, um, you know, obviously quite a, quite an expensive time of the year. So no new Patreon supporters, but you know, you're always welcome. Tell you what, though, we've had a huge amount of new followers on the pa- Facebook page. We're up over 250 in the, uh, in the last two weeks alone. So it's great to see everyone on board there. Fabulous stuff. Uh, just a place to go uh, to get regular results before we record these podcasts. And we've got five of them this week, uh, all six disciplines in action. Uh, so we're going to start with the Havana World Cup, uh, the Women's Epe World Cup in uh, uh, Havana, Cuba. Before we went to the tournament, in the team standings, we had China, Poland, Russia and USA sitting in the top four automatic provisional qualification spots. And then the zonal spots were going to Italy, Korea, Ukraine and Canada. The result in Havana saw Italy win, beating Estonia in the final, and France beat Ukraine in the bronze medal match. So, Dave, we can get tucked into this in many ways, but let's start with that top four. China, Poland, Russia and the USA going into the tournament. How did things happen in Havana. Yeah, so I think we were looking for we were looking for the table to get shaken up a little bit um, in in both the Epes, and I think that's that's what's happened. So um, clearly a win by by Italy, who uh, were, were looking were looking strong, but but you know clearly they were starting to take that first uh, European place. Um, have now moved into the top four, so we now have critically three European teams in the top four alongside of China. Um, and that has the impact of pushing uh, the USA down into that uh, zonal place. Best result for Italy for some time. They did. They did, You know what? They fenced. They fenced really well. And a couple of um, uh, a couple of couple of really tight matches. Uh, I was lucky enough to referee the semi final with France, uh, and that went down to the um, to the final touch. Uh, Rossella Fiamingo fenced really well. Uh, scored that last sort of decisive touch um, with a really nice hit. So. Um, you know, they're, they're a good team. Um, and they actually had a last-minute substitution as well. It was supposed to be Clarici uh, fencing the team event, but she was unwell, uh, so Santuccio subbed in. So they didn't uh, weren't even full strength. Well, that might give Sandro Cuomo, the coach, something to think about. Absolutely, yeah. I think I think Sandro might have been in Heidenheim with the boys, so they had Daniele uh, down there uh, with them. But he did uh, he did a great job um, uh, mustering the troops. He did a, yeah. They were uh, they were very organised. Well, Estonia. I mean, Italy had a, 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 the best weekend they've had for a while. But Estonia also a team that have been uh, tinkered with over the last uh, six to twelve months. But uh, coming second is a cracking result for them. Yeah, and it, we were talking about it before the final. Is actually they probably don't mind losing that final, so they clearly need to be up in the medals. But the best chance Estonia have got going to the games is Italy being inside the top four. So now. If they're with four, uh, three European teams in the top four, Estonia are you know a few points ahead of uh, uh, Ukraine um, to a chasing. Um, it kind of works well for both worlds. So Italy are fifty four points ahead of Estonia, 
so probably uncatchable. Um, but, you know, if Italy stay inside the top four, Estonia have got a guaranteed ticket to the Olympic Games, effectively. Well, we've kind of accidentally started talking about Europe, but that's fair enough because uh, I, I was interested to see France doing so well as well. I mean, they needed to come good eventually. They haven't had a great qualification season. But, um, I mean, so far, I mean, individually, they don't run very well. Kandasimi's got a couple of medals. Vitali's got a couple of uh, um, uh, good results on top of a European success. Um, you'd always think that, you know, with, with Malo and... Um, and uh, Jacques Coquin, you know, those are four very strong fences and are very high up in the individual rankings, but haven't really clicked as a team. Um, so it was nice to see them them come together and uh, they're now sort of just back in with it. So 14 points behind Ukraine, um, who have got this bonus place at the moment. They're in the mix now. They're certainly, uh, whereas, you know, we're starting to write them off um, after Talon. I think that French uh, Epe team, I'm, they're, they're contenders, that's for sure. Well, and Ukraine came fourth, so it was a European lockout for the top four, but crucially France perhaps getting a bit of confidence as well as the points in beating Ukraine in the third-place playoff. Absolutely, absolutely. I think uh, they may need to do it again, and they may need to do it twice. So uh, that's uh, lots to learn, and there was a yeah, there was a bit of a session with the coach with the Ukraine team afterwards. I feel like they thought they could have put um, a bit of daylight between them and their rivals, and they may have just opened the door a little bit, so... They didn't, they didn't take that bronze medal loss well. Well, the result has done wonders for Italy. As you say, they've jumped into the top four at the expense of the USA. Now, the USA adopt the Pan-American spot, which is obviously bad news for Canada, who finished 10th. Yeah, they had a really, yeah, they had a really good day, Canada, and that's the, that's, the, that's the worst bit about it. Like, they beat Brazil, which they needed to do, um, and then obviously ran into quite a strong Polish team. But then they had wins over Germany, Um uh, in, uh, in in the back tableau. So, you know, that's probably the best Canadian team result they've had in some time. Um, Leo McKinnon fencing really well at the end. Um, but, you know, a substandard result by the USA who, um, you know, didn't quite do enough and clearly Italy doing very well was the worst possible outcome because they're sort of the direct rivals for that fourth uh, top four place. Um, so sort of Canada doing everything they can, but... Um, just just not helped up by their uh, their Pan Am colleagues. But USA, what uh, six points behind Italy, so still all to play for for that fourth spot. Yeah, and they're a great team. A um, couple of the the Hurley girls are obviously you know veterans in the sport. London twenty twelve bronze medalists. Cat um, Holmes is a superstar. Um, I tell you what, they had uh, Isis Washington fencing for them um, mm-hmm. uh, this week, and I refereed a few of their matches. She fenced superbly. She was. Um, at times, arguably the best fencer on their team. So um, they're a good team, you know, not not the best weekend they've ever had. But, um, uh, you know, they, they, they'll definitely put up a fight to get into the top four and Canada can need them to do it. Well, they'll certainly be cheering them on. What about Korea? A Korea sitting uh, in the, uh, the the Asian zonal spot going into the competition. They only managed 13th place, though. Yeah, they had a tough day. I actually, they were on another piece. I didn't really see them all day, but they didn't really have a good weekend all in, to be honest, the, the Korean girls. I don't know what was going on. Um, but, uh, you know, for the, for, at this point, with China so far ahead, that basically guarantees a top four for them, and Hong Kong aren't doing anything. Vivian Kong's not fencing teams because of, you know, injury recovery. Japan can't quite get it together. So... I mean, they're seventh in the world. I'm not saying they're going to the Olympics by default, but they're kind of sewn up already. 
Mm. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? So, I mean, the, the race really is that top four spot. And if uh, USA can overcome Italy, uh, who clearly have found some great form, then it's good news for Canada. But that uh, additional zonal spot left available by no African team being in the top 16 still uh, is also all up for grabs. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So Egypt needed to um, needed to win, or they keep needing to win their last 32 matches. And uh, if I recall correctly, they drew Switzerland uh, and they couldn't get up over the Swiss girls. Um, they're just not doing enough. They probably need to make two uh, 16s out of the remaining two events. Uh, I just don't see it happening. You know, women's FA is quite strong. If you're ranked 18th, then you've got a fence 14th or 15th in the world, and that's sort of Switzerland or Canada um, or maybe Japan, and they're just better teams than you. Uh, so yeah. I think that's what Egypt's struggling with is just their seed isn't good enough. Um, and we'll talk about this in other weapons where, you know, that, that marginal match is, is winnable, especially, say, in women's foil. Women's Epe, there's just strong teams all the way down to sort of 17th place. So they're in trouble, I think. Yeah, tough time. So after the Havana World Cup, the top four automatic places provisionally are with China, Poland, Russia, and now Italy. The zonal spots are with the USA, Estonia, Korea, and Ukraine, and certainly still all to play for. Uh, but uh, let's... Uh, Go one day back and have a look at the uh, individual tournament. Going into the competition, the additional individual spots were with uh, Molhausen of Brazil, Kong of Hong Kong, who you've already mentioned, Yoshimura of Japan. Those are the two Asian places. The two European places are with Popescu of Romania and Vitali of France. And Bezbez of Tunisia held the African spot going in. The results in uh, Havana in the individual a great day for uh, Zamachowska of uh, Poland taking the gold medal from Anna Maria Popescu of Romania and uh, Kandasami of France having a great day as well, taking bronze along with the pole Napik Miazga. So, Dave, um, let's let, where do we start? Let's start with the, the European spots. Uh, Popescu taking second, Kandasami having a great day coming in third. Yeah, Anna Maria Popescu is one of the absolute superstars of our sport. I mean, she's been doing this a while. Team gold medalist in Rio, um, back for more. Uh, and she's been on the podium a few times this season. She's an absolute monster. Um, and, yeah, thoroughly deserving of a silver medal. And to be honest, we were talking about it um, before the final. I was lucky enough to referee the final, which was nice. Um, Congratulations. We, yeah, yeah, it was, it was good. But... Uh, I was. Uh, I tell you what, I didn't expect uh, Zamakaucha to be ten uh, one up against her. Um, she pulled a few back to to make it respectable, but yeah, uh, Zamachowska was uh, an absolute machine. So solid in defence, fenced really well. But yeah, silver medal for Popescu. Uh, she's not just going to be a favourite to qualify. She's a favourite to win a medal at the Olympic Games individually. She's so strong. Um, and yeah, Vitali again, not a bad result um, in the sixteen. But I mean, Kandesami's strong and so we're saying before about these french girls is they know what they're doing and a couple of them are in the in the top 16 in the world rankings so they'll be up there the, the real question i think is is, is is doha coming up because that's you know a grand prix um it's going to be a chance to score some big points um and and you think if Kandasmi can and double up again with another medal then that will get really interesting yeah it is uh, it is interesting that uh, Kandasmi sitting uh 
on 82 points now. She's still a bit back, but like you say, with the uh, the extra points available at Grand Prix, that uh, that could make a big difference. Any other threats in uh, the European zone? I guess. I mean, uh, Alexandra Ndolo, um, I really like. She, I really like her as a fencer. Um, fence is very cleanly, very smooth. But again, she's a first, still 22 points behind Kandasimi, who's, you know, along still, you know, who's a further you know, 25 points behind Vitaly. So, you know, she's going to need she's going to need to medal in a Grand Prix, probably both of them, to come close. Uh, aside from that, that's something. I the real question, Bash, is that how does it change with the team events? So this all looks a bit tight. If you have a look at it, uh, if France were to overtake uh, Ukraine in that, that spot left available by the African teams, uh, then the Ukrainians come into play in the individual. And if you look at Kravitska, she's uh, she's on 93 points at the moment. So Ndolo has a big job to do here. Yeah, it's pretty much a straight swap, isn't it, for the, the best French uh, fencer against the uh, best Ukraine fencer. And that's really what it would be. So yeah, it's it's a couple of it's a couple of medals needed for for Indolo to get up there, and again, not impossible, but Epe's hard, you know. Well, we shall look forward to. I mean, we have to look at these team results, but like you say, uh, the, uh, the the Grand Prix is going to be all important. So let's take a look at Asia. Uh, Kong and Yoshimura were holding the places going into the competition, and they've still got them. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, Vivian uh, Kong is is so far ahead that um, uh, I, nothing nothing needs to be worried about there. I'm sure she's got a ticket booked, and, and her family will be looking forward to seeing her at the games. Um, and we didn't have a great day in Havana, but again, that's that's Epe. Um, Yoshimura is interesting. Again, made um, uh, she uh, was actually caught up, um, so she's actually now level on points with uh, Nozomi Sato, um, separated by their. Uh, their individual results, zonals. Uh, and, yeah, Sato, I refereed a couple of times. She fenced really well, made the top 32. Um, so that's now a real sort of coin flip. Um, so it's basically now, I think, as far as I can tell, it's going to be straight shootout for that second Asian place. Yeah, interesting times for, for Asia. Um, but I think you're right. Kong's nailed it. So is Popescu. And what about Mulhausen, Pan American spot? Uh, that World Championship gold medal looks like uh, was very telling. Yeah, it's a bit like a golden ticket, isn't it? You know, you uh, open up, open up the chocolate bar, and and there you go. She's um, oh, she's earned it. I mean, she didn't have a um, oh, it was pretty tough, and obviously the conditions are pretty pretty difficult in Panama. So she, you know, losing in the first round and um, in in Havana, sorry, uh, not um, not the easiest place to go and and uh, fence one match cold. But uh, yeah, I mean, she's she's qualified. I think whatever happens. And so that leaves us with uh, Bez Bez uh, and the African side. It's pretty much the same for her, isn't it? No yeah. challenge. No, no, not at all. Not even if, um, no, even even with Egypt out um, of the runnings, there isn't really a challenge. You know what? She fenced really well in Havana. Um, made the 16, had a couple of really tight matches. Um, Sarah's, uh, yeah, doing well. And, you know, she's definitely got medal potential in her too. And would you say that she's fully recovered now from the injury she had? I don't think she's 100% there. Um, she certainly was working very hard in every match. Um, I think what's critical is that I think, you know, this result will help her stay inside the top 16. Um, you know, it's clearly, you know, the difference between having to go and do rounds of pools versus having that first day off is gigantic. Uh, and yeah. so, so I think, you know, she's still still in 15th, so still doesn't have to do pools. We'll have to double up in, 
in Doha. I don't remember what she did last year, and so if she's got any points to defend, but I think that's critical. So there we have it. The provisional uh, places stay exactly the same as they were before for the individuals. Popescu and Vitaly hold the European spots. Kong and Yoshimura with the Asian spots. Mulhausen with the Pan-American spot. And Bezbez with the Tunisian spot. Dave, did you have a good time in Havana? It was um, it was challenging, Bash, i got to say. Um, you know, the running water in the hotel was uh, was sometimes optional. Um, but, uh, you know what we made do and good bunch of referees, great bunch of fences. Uh, it was an experience, but I'm, 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 I'm glad to be home. Well, congratulations for uh, getting the final uh, hats off to you, sir. And thank you to all of you for joining us. Uh, we've got five others to do of our podcast. So, uh, please do pick up the other podcasts a little bit later on. See you soon. Thank you.